Good morning, good morning. Father, it's such a beautiful morning. I thank you for waking us up this morning to also command our day. And we declare greater is he who's in us than he who is in the world. We continue to have our focus on you. Not the difficulties, not the different distractions, not even those sudden attacks, no mountains, no storms, no obstacles. Those already under our feet. This day is set for us to continue to prosper. And we are prosperous and we are prospering in every area of our life. Be it unto us, Father, according to thy word. We command our bodies to bless the Lord and we command our minds to stay on Christ. We command our hearts to remain guarded because out of the guard are issues of life. The Satan, he cannot, the enemy cannot come in to do anything we don't allow him to do. And that's why we continue to still triumph. I want to share this dream God gave me last night. This baby was just born, fresh out the hospital, out the mother's womb. And this baby was in sudden danger. And God said, you have to protect this child. So I went in the hospital and I grabbed, no, I didn't have to go in the hospital. Thank you, Father. I was at the, outside the hospital and somehow the baby, my, my thoughts of helping this child, the child became in my arms. Straight out the mother's womb into my arms. And I'm standing outside. How powerful is that? And all I was given was this white blanket. And people are surrounding me telling me, you have to protect this child. This child cannot cry. This child cannot feel any form of discomfort. You have to protect this child. If this child cry, you have to make sure you do whatever to make this child not cry. So I'm like, what kind of responsibility is this? And no one is, everyone around me, no one can touch me or the child. They can only tell me by coaching me what to do. So I'm covering this child up and the blanket is not big enough to cover the entire body. And I can see the child's face looking discomfort because it's straight out the womb into fresh air. And it was kind of breezy outside so the child felt cold for the first time. The coldness of air. And you can see the discomfort as the air hits the child's feet. So I had to put something around the child's feet, but it was nothing to put. And I couldn't take the blanket off the child's head because that's more to be protected. So I kept lifting the, you know, the covering up over the child to keep looking and see the child. Is you okay? Are you okay? And the child kept looking in my eyes. I'm looking back like I have to protect you. I don't know where to take you, who you came from, or I'm just protecting this child. And everyone's telling me, make sure this child don't cry. I see the child's face balled up. I said, no, don't cry, don't cry. What to do? So I covered the child's head up even more. And I was like, oh my God. So I began to, from walking, I began to run a little quickly. But it's like a walk run because I can't walk run with a child in my arms like that. Because you can't have the child cry. And if the child feel your distress or your frustration, that's going to rub off into that child and that child's going to begin to cry. So I have to remain calm to keep the child calm. But I'm like a little panicky. I'm like, I don't know, you know, where to take it. Everyone's telling me, go this way, go that way. Look at the child's face. Make sure you don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Little boy. And I'm like, oh my God, keep looking at his eyes. And then I put the blanket back over. And all of a sudden, the child, I went to this location and the child vanished. Wherever I had to take this child, the child wound up being at that location and it was over. 
But it was for that little short period of time, it felt like a lifetime. Because I was responsible for this little child's life. Straight out the hospital into my arms. And with one little blanket, the child had nothing else on. And it was very windy outside. So I had to do everything to protect this child from crying of discomfort. And that was a lot of work, but it was worth it because the child got to wherever God wanted me to bring that child. I just thought that was amazing just to mention. We don't have to know everything as to why God show us things. Just receive the encounter. Let me tell you something. Trying to figure God out will do nothing but frustrate you and leave you without any source of information. Because you're trying to bring God down to your level of understanding. And you can't think naturally when it comes to God at all because it's spirit to spirit. See, your spirit man is telling you, receive, believe. Your natural body is telling, your natural mind is saying to you, what is this? I'm tripping. This must be something else. Uh, Making up excuses as to why you seen what you saw, pretty much. When God gives me dreams, sometimes I think about the people or the places. And sometimes I don't. But I'm not going to disregard anything God released to me because the oldest passed away. I laid down my life. I'm yielded. So every encounter I receive from this day forward is from God. A lot of times we say, oh, this is not a dream from God because I just thought about this person before I went to bed. No, not so. God always releases more in information, more insight. He gives you more revelation as to what about this encounter, what about this that you're receiving, much more. Gaining such knowledge in that area, much more, much more. Receive that, much more. And I said, God, it's amazing how you move in and through us like this. Hallelujah. There's an angel in front of me just kneeling down on one knee. And he has one hand on the ground and one hand on his hip, like folded. And he just keeps saying, beloved, beloved, beloved. He's bowing down to the God in me. To the God in me. Keyword, God in me. He's bowing down to God's presence. And that's allowing me to feel that even by me going to bed, Waking up, open up my eyes, I have been elevated. And the angels will allow you to see what's taking place in your life due to their actions. This angel has never done that before. So you're seeing something you never saw before in me because of the God in me. Let me tell you how important, how powerful you are. You triumph. You triumph. You triumph. You are powerful, never powerless. Everywhere God send you, by you being there, chains are falling off of people's lives. Scales are falling off their eyes. You're giving them to have the audacity To hunger and thirst. To allow their spirit man to begin to arise. Arise. And overpower their flesh. Everywhere you go. See God has gifted me where I can hear and see. Prophetically. 
And a lot of times I hear when I go places, I hear the hearts saying, help me. And the spirits are saying, live, 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 press to live, live to press. Inside of the bodies of the people when the flesh is overruling, the spirit's still saying, live. Jesus, wherever you go, whether you're going to pump your gas, there is a sound of the presence of God in you, the glory of God in you in that atmosphere. It may look like you just going to pump gas, getting your car with your anointed self, but your anointing is a vibration. It rumbles the ground you walk on. You have beams of light that's radiating out of you. Flowing into the atmosphere of those who are missing, lacking, and broken. Areas in their life that are missing, lacking, and broken. And God is sending you places to be a help. Even with your mouth closed, your heart is still open. Your spirit is still living. God is still moving on your behalf. Even when your eyes lie on something, whatever your eyes lie on, chains are falling. God is being exposed. Even the things you're listening to. It's opportunity. Your life is an opportunity for prosperity. You are the opportunity to release God's prosperity everywhere you go. I want that to be really heard because it is being demonstrated through you from God. By you being a child of God, everywhere you go, you release a sound. A sound of triumph and victory to every form of false hope. Areas in people's lives, things that are missing. God is missing. His word is missing. His love is missing. What's lacking? The relationship with God. The relationship of knowledge. Embracing wisdom that's lacking. And what's broken? Their hearts. Their hearts because they're confused. Anyone who's not walking with God are walking in confusion because you're still living off of earth realities and not even knowing how powerful you really are as a child of God. You're warring with your flesh and your spirit all the day long for those who are not walking with God and they're unaware of the war. That's why they're emotionally unstable because they don't understand what's going on on the inside of them. God is allowing your spirit, man, to release to you who you are by allowing you to be tuned into what's going on. You may feel a certain arising. You may feel certain encouragement, like this day feels so good. And then here come your flesh. It's not nothing good happening. I don't see anything. I don't hear anything. I don't smell anything. It's always the senses and the natural. God want you to know on a higher level, wow, God, you took me higher. You're taking me higher. Wow, Jesus, 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 Jesus. In a matter of seconds, God, elevate us. In a matter of seconds. Oh, Father God. Jesus, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. God had me go downtown the other day. Right in the middle... <laughs> Where the monument is, right in the middle of this grass area, 
where barely no one really walk on. They exercise around it. And God had me walk around the entire area worshiping and praising. And all of a sudden, I began to be so drunk in the spirit, I could barely walk. But God gave me strength to walk around so I won't confuse the people that's around me at this location at the National Mall. And all of a sudden, God said, go in the middle of the grass. I went in front of the middle of the whole area. And God said, kneel down on your knee. Lift your head up and lift up your hands. Begin to intercede. Just intercede in your heavenly language for what I'm doing in this area. And I did exactly what he said to do. I told my flesh, no. I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. And his praise will continuously be in my mouth. And I'm going to tell you how powerful this is. God, everything God said, do, do. He said, wave your hands side to side. I did. Kneel down. I kneeled it. Rise up. I rose. Lift your hands up again. And I kept repeating that for about 45 minutes. I was there. And as I began to look around, no one saw it strange. No one saw it strange. You know, when you see things out of ordinary, you be like, wow. That's all I received was the wows. No one looked like this woman is tripping. Because they knew exactly what I was doing. God said, people that's of the world are very bold. But I gave them that boldness for me. Not for man. Not for the enemy to use them to be more bolder in a physical negative realm. It's for realms of glory, not realms of distraction, destruction. So I'm looking for those who are bold enough to do what I say exactly. Hallelujah. That act of boldness. Jesus. It's like God uses me to set fires in people. Have them feel like it's okay to do these things. Because every time God uses me to do something bold and I go back, he visits me back to he's had me visit the place, revisit the place, and now it's more others doing it. They just need that extra push to see, oh, it's not so bad. She's doing it. Okay, I can do it too. And for God to use me to give an extra push, that's amazing. Jesus. God, you're touching my heart so much right now. Oh my God. Oh God. You know how many times we talk ourselves out of prosperity, not even aware of prosperity is in the atmosphere? Because we're wondering about the natural encounters and how things are going to happen naturally. Well, we're supernatural beings in the earth. How would the world ever see what they never saw if you do something that you never done? If you don't do something you never done. God, you are so serious about me in this flight. You are. Someone there you're going to reach. Let me say it this way. You already reached. Because in my heart, I already went. But I must walk it out. You're not tripping. You're not crazy. 
you're not weird. Don't ever disregard what God is showing you by trying to comprehend God in your natural way of thinking. Just let him be in you how he want to be. Everywhere you go, that's, that's the attitude, the confidence I have. Everywhere I go, they encounter God. Everywhere I go, they confess who Jesus is. Because all they see is Jesus in me. People just out of nowhere, Jesus. Because the God in me showed up. I got on this bus to minister one day. And this lady got on the bus after me. And just yelled out as she walked past me. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus. Very loud, very loud. And she stopped right where I was. She didn't walk back on the bus and sat down. She stopped where I was and said that like that. And I knew exactly what she meant. She sensed the presence that's within me. We are carriers of the presence. Everywhere your eyes lie upon is blessing the atmosphere. Everywhere. Everywhere your feet tread, the location is blessed. It could have been some foreclosure. It could have been some discomfort. It could have been some people opening up businesses unsuccessfully. All kinds of things. God have you there for a purpose. He placed you there for a reason. He have you encounter people for reasons. Even while you're in a grocery store, you're such a blessing. Without even opening your mouth, you are a blessing. This angel is still kneeling before the God in me. And keep saying, beloved, you are the beloved. <sighs> yes. Love. <laughs> Be love. For you are love. I have such peace. God's presence is on me so heavy right now. I'm not even really able to move, actually. My arms feel way down. Everything feel way down. Like I can barely move. But I can open my mouth. And I see sheep eating. I see sheep eating. Because I'm being obedient as you are to feed his sheep. Everywhere you go, you're feeding. You're feeding. I saw this man yesterday, day before yesterday, when I was downtown praying. And God said, Won't you give this man the money you have in your wallet? All of it. I was so honored to do that. God said, Stop him and give it to him. And I don't want anyone to feel like I pity them or they're a sad story or, you know, that's why I don't try to, I don't want to embarrass people by asking them, do they need anything? And God said, ask them. I asked them, you know, I said, would you like to have some extra money? And he said, sure. So here you go. He said, why thanks? And I pictured him throughout the day buying some food with that change. 
or whatever he bought with that money out my wallet, he felt that someone cared. And let me tell you what God just said to me just now. That wasn't a man. That was an angel. I was an angel and God always tell me after because he know me I would have walked right beside him hey what's up angel I know who you are <laughs> angel be like shh don't anybody know who I'm you know you must not my disguise no the angel is here <laughs> that's why God God tell me after the fact every time I encounter an angel God tell me after the fact like one time this man he was on crutches in the middle of the street asking for change. He kept saying, God is good all the time. God is good all the time. He just kept saying that back and forth. And I got off the train for ministering. And all of a sudden, this man dropped his crutches. He, th- he just dropped them, threw them on the ground. And he began to wave his hands and leap in the air. The Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. The Lord is here. And I'm looking like, oh my God. He's not even ashamed at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he know he see the God in me. And he just, everybody looking at me and then looking at where he is. Looking back and forth. We downtown D.C. where all the traffic is. And everybody looking at him. It's like the eyes was looking at me. They're looking at where he was. Looking at him. They're looking at where he was. Looking at me. They're looking at where he was. And he's just jumping. The Lord is here. The Lord is here, everyone. The Lord is. And I was like, wow. I kind of laughed. I was like, wow, he's just so bold with it. And then as I went to work. I went home. I kept thinking about this man and his praise to the God in me. And God said that wasn't a man. Because I wondered why I looked at him. And as I was walking further, I looked back. He was gone. I'm like, how he disappeared that fast? And the people looking at me, looking at him where he was and kept looking at me. And they were looking at me because they were wondering what I was looking at. And I wasn't even aware. I thought he was a, a man. Whole time, not a man. An angel. That only I was able to see. And that's why they kept looking at where he was to see what I was responding. Because I was laughing and looking. And they're like, what's she looking at? The whole time, I wasn't even aware of any of that until I got home. God waited until I got home and said that wasn't a man. That was an angel. I sat next to an angel on the train, no, in front of an angel on the train. And the angel said to me, I'll never forget. Looked like he was from Egypt. And the angel said to me, doesn't it feel good to give God your life? I I thought it was a man. I was just like, you know, yes, it feels very good. Doesn't it feel good not to wonder or worry where you're going to end up when you leave here? And I was like, yes, it does. It feels good. And my stop came, I had to get off. He said, I'll see you soon. We'll meet, we'll meet again. I said, okay, I'll see you again. And when the train left, he, he disappeared. And God said, that wasn't a man. That was an angel. Oh, my goodness. See, God know me. I'm radical with it. You know what I'm saying? He know me. Don't tell me. Why they right there? I'm going to say something. Real loud with it. Hallelujah. I can see the angel now saying, shh. I'm in disguise, you know what I'm saying? They hold disguise. No, no disguise. Everyone look at me. 
You see this man right here? The angel like, shh, shh, shh. No, no, shh, shh, shh. It's an angel from God. <laughs> angel like, shh, shh. Hallelujah. They know I would do that. I would definitely do that. But I just thank God that there's so many angels here on the earth. And guess what? A lot of them appear to be the people who you talk to disrespectfully or turn your noses up at. All the time. All the time. Have to be aware. I encountered another angel. I was at church and we went to go. We was doing a um, ministry in shelter. And this man sat beside me and gave me a Bible as a gift. I said, thank you so much. And the man said to me, I want you to know this. Listen very carefully. I said, yeah, I'm not homeless. I said, okay. Like, like, why are you telling me? Like, you ain't got to impress me. But I didn't say that. I was just like, okay, okay, it doesn't matter. I still love you all the same. He said, I'm not homeless. I became homeless to gain a homeless. I'm only here. He said, I have a big house. I have lots of money. But I became homeless to gain the men here that are homeless. And when he said that, I felt it. And I was like, oh my gosh. You are an amazing person. And God released to me. That wasn't a man. That was an angel. And he autographed my Bible. I thank God for that. Wherever you walk, the angels are walking with you. Side by side. I wanted confirmation about something far as in God. And this is a woman angel this time. She appeared to be overweight. She had a cast on her arm like she had burns and she covered it up with a cast. And she was limping. One of her legs was longer than the other. Her clothes was dingy, had holes in them. And she had on this flowery hat. She got off the bus. But I knew who she was. See, this time God revealed to me this is an angel. But the people on the bus rolled past. And she said, I'm coming to answer to you. God heard what you asked of him. He's sending me here to answer you. The answer is yes. And the way how she looked at me like, don't ask no more. Like the seriousness of her face was like, don't answer. I mean, don't ask no more. Because God not answering you mouth to mouth anymore. Because you believe only do that. But he loved you that much that he sent me to answer you and say don't ask anymore yes and this was way years ago and as she began to depart from me I saw her change into her angelic I mean where her disguise fell from her as she was sitting back into the kingdom and her spirit was gold she was a gold angel gold I was like wow Sometimes I go out and find opportunities to see angels. Like, where are you? You guys are out here everywhere. And God's not going to expose all of them to me all the time. He always does that when they leave. Because he knows. <laughs> I ain't going to mess up their disguise. But they're going to know that I know who they are. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus. But I say all of that to say this. Everywhere you go, people are blessed because of the God in you. Everywhere you go. It may not look like it, but it's changing the atmosphere everywhere you go. 
Everywhere your eyes look, every place your voice speaks into, everywhere your feet goes, it's a sound, a sound, a sound, a sound, a sound, Jesus. Hallelujah. I love you all so much. And I want you to remember, greater is he who's in us than he is in the world. Hallelujah. I love you. Thank you.